Good evening, and welcome to the documentary December of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It is almost the end of the month, and we are recognizing an artist whose birthday is tomorrow. If it's already December 30th, where she's at in New York, it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Patricia Lee Smith, better known as Patty Smith. Icon, musician, writer, feminist, mother. Her 1975 debut, Horses, is a moment in music that is beautiful. It's powerful. So much has been said about Patti Smith. That album cover done by the late Robert Maplethorpe that ushered her into our consciousness. And in 2008, directed by Stephen Sibring, Sebring, we have Dream of Life, a first ever documentary on this amazing artist, Patti Smith. I am such a fan. And um, what else can I say about Patti Smith that hasn't already been said? And the documentary, the documentary is a testament. If you're a fan, if you're just just discovering Patti Smith, this documentary was in the making for over ten years. And I had a I had the great fortune to see her around the time the documentary was going to be released in 2008. I saw her live at the Warfield in San Francisco. The year before that, I saw her for the first time ever at the Fillmore in San Francisco. Seeing a Patti Smith concert, you are transfixed. You are transformed from the moment she sings Gloria and to hear it live it forever rings in your ears like tom waits patty smith is her own person there's nobody else like patty smith she is a true eccentric a renaissance woman the high priestess and this documentary she holds she doesn't hold back
rights of American citizens to fundamental civil liberties. He has forgotten that the United States was founded on the proposition of the separation of church and state. Smith doing what she does best, putting history out there like that and saying, look, this man has done nothing good and he hasn't. And Patty Smith has a history of uh, using her poetic verse to educate us, to keep us aware of everything that's going on. Um, I became a fan of hers early on. I love how she just doesn't back down. And I am so touched by her music, her poetry. I've been reading her books. I just finished M Train. Now I'm reading um, Year of the Monkey. You know, just kids. She, there is no one else like Patti Smith. I gotta tell you, nobody else. Even with Tom Waits, there's no one else like them. They are they are in a league all their own. And the and the moment that she had this documentary came out, I was just so moved by it. You know, finally, this woman that I admire so much and I love, and she indicted George W. Bush, and you know. You know this. This it's it's a it's a it's a positive moment, and if we can find, um, if I can find it, here we go. Remember and sigh. 
There's so many great moments in this documentary, Dream of Life. And it's her family, it's her two kids, Jackson and Jesse. And it was in 1994, after the death of her husband, Fred Sonic Smith, that Patty Smith left um, Michigan and moved back to New York and reawakened the music. You know, she had done one album, which was Dream of Life, with her husband, the the great Fred Sonic Smith. If you don't know who Fred Sonic Smith is, Sonic Rendezvous, and of course, the MC5, Kick Out the Jams, Motherfuckers, that is Fred Sonic Smith. And if you have ever heard the song Dancing Barefoot, that is about... You know, her and also the song Frederick, Hello. Um, this documentary gives us so much beauty and so much life within the context of Patti Smith. And um, I am just in awe of, uh, you know, if I can find some really good clips. Here we go. Smith talking about a hero of hers, Bob Dylan. You know, I have a I have a moment with um, the. So I have Patty Smith's book of poetry, her book of lyrics, and I remember one time I took it to class with me, and my professor was a big Patty Smith fan, and <laughs> so I brought it, and I knew it would spark conversation. And I, I said, you know, well, people compare her to Bob Dylan. And she said to me, she's better than Bob Dylan. You know, some of those songs that Patti Smith wrote, you know, they took the Van Morrison song, Gloria, and they pumped it up. And, you know, she has that beautiful moment where she's like, Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. And it's so beautiful because, you know, Oh shit. Here we go. This this is a roller coaster ride of lyrics and you know, even the song Land, oh my god, about Johnny and the Wild Boys. Birdland, Birdland. I've seen her do that in concert. In fact, my professor that I just mentioned was at the same Patty Smith concert as me. So it's kind of like, oh hey, you know. 
Patti Smith is just one of those artists that there's there's no one else like her and her documentary is so beautiful here's here's her with her family her parents are both gone now oh, don't build me up too much <laughs> then you won't be able to do it yourself that's right do you want me to turn the coffee on yet yeah oh all right they'll drink coffee even before these are i'll done. have a cup you can all grab a chair too i'll just give them a quick guided tour my mom and dad planted all of these these trees my brother i think planted some my sister, I think, planted some of the bushes, but they all, they did everything themselves. It was just an ugly little lot, and I always thought it was really beautiful. I had nothing to do with it, so it's always seemed really magical to me. Yeah, there was a big willow tree there, and a big tree, and my dad used to feed the squirrel. Do you still feed the squirrels, Daddy? No, I stopped that. The squirrels have to fend for themselves. <laughs> he used to come in every day and feed, but they still feed the birds. But the squirrels, he would come right up at, right, right to him. Up on the porch. Grant, where's Grant? Where are you? Uh, they always holler for Beverly first. Keepa. My dad, uh, my brother gave them the dog Sheba. Yeah, well, she was at the pub that little bitty thing. She was slobbering all over the curtain. Uh, <laughs> getting gray. Yeah. Like me. And me. She says, slobbering is normal. I agree. For her. Well. Because that kind of dog slobbers quite a bit. Well, I do a little slobbering myself. Do you? <laughs> On stage. I haven't noticed. <laughs> I know how she feels. You have to get rid of the excess somehow. Everything looks really beautiful, Daddy. Well, it's just nature's way of doing things. Did you plant that tree, too? No, I think that just grew by itself. But that was all right with me because I wanted a tree anyway. There's a beautiful moment where, you know, Patti Smith is like, you know, people have always said, how does it feel to be a rock icon? And I love how she's like, whenever I hear that, I think of Mount Rushmore. You know, she is, uh, people make fun of, you know, the fact, I remember one time I went to a concert and I took a friend with me and she called me a, a Patti Smith whore because she's like, oh my God, you and the music. And this couple was in back of us talking and then Patti was singing Pissing in the River. And I said, you know, this is a pretty powerful song. You might want to be quiet. <laughs> and my friend's like, oh my God, don't. And I said, well, it is, you know, she, she's not talking about drinking the piss in the river but she's it's a provocative moment you know you better you better listen um i don't know i think people you know i i'm a nerd you know it's like don't talk at the concert come on i you know um her mother loved it when she did rock and roll you know we i don't want to mention the song name because it it is a controversial song um i love the song though but she especially in today's era things are so different you know she talks about i mean jesus christ was a 
uh, and grandma too, you know, Jackson Pollock was a, yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in this documentary and it covers her from the beginning. I mean, she's painting, she's making music, you know, she's talking about her good friend, William Burroughs. Oh my God. If, if you've ever read, read a William Burroughs book, oh shoot, Naked Lunch. You know, she was good friends with him and she really had a crush on him. And he says to her, my dear, I am a homosexual. And she says, well, that didn't bother me. <laughs> you know, um, she has really, in terms of this artist throughout the decades, you know, um, I'm looking for the, the moment where she talks about being a rock icon because you know she she is a rock icon i i think that people there she is with sam shepherd her good friend her late friend um and she's painting and she's talking about opera and about robert maplethorpe you know she has some of robert maplethorpe's ashes and then eulogizing allen ginsburg and uh it's such a powerful documentary and I know some people like to skip through it, you know, and I, I watch it all the way through. It's, um, it, you know, she's not your, there she is with Flea on the beach. She's good friends with Flea. Um, you know, in terms of an artist, uh, like I said, there's nobody like her. And so for people to compare her to Bob Dylan, um, really <laughs> you know it's like flower no no two flowers are alike if we can uh, i think this is it i think this is the moment i was looking for for the documentary um her performance you know like i said no one else is like her when she performs you better be there damn it jeez it's so embarrassing really funny when people ask you, how does it feel to be a rock icon? Uh, I always, when they say that, I always think of like uh, Mount Rushmore. You look at somebody like Walt Whitman who wrote, wrote in his writing, um, I, young poet, young poet who will exist a hundred years from now, I'm writing for you. I'm thinking about you as I'm looking at this river. I'm thinking about you, young poet, not even born, as I'm looking at the sky. And our ancestors in that way thought of us, and we in kind can think of them, and it keeps the whole, uh, it keeps everything rolling. You know, I, I also picked her not only because her birthday is tomorrow, well, today, if you're listening to it, but I'm going to be, this is my first concert since COVID went down. It is a virtual concert. Every year she does a concert for her birthday and for New Year's. And this year it's going to be um, a streamed concert. And so I'm going to watch, you know, it's Patti Smith. Come on. This will be my third time seeing her in concert, although it will be a different experience. And dream of life. Dream of Life is a portrait of Patti Smith. Ten years in the making. Ten years of this mother, this activist, this woman. An angel who is not mine. 
you know, this poet. There's so much to be said about Patti Smith. Um, her relationship to everything. And um, there's a really great moment with her and Flea on the beach. This is a beautiful documentary, you know. Oh, there she is with uh, Jesse Jackson. See, you know, uh, Hattie Smith has no boundaries. She is there on the front lines of everything. And this documentary is a live dream of life. I mean, people have the power. That's her battle cry right there, you know. And because the night that she wrote with Bruce Springsteen... You know, he wrote the music and she, of course, wrote the lyrics. Patty Smith with Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and talking about music. You know, because you think of in terms of an artist, you know. Frustrated with the image. Here we go. Rhythms that ran off the page into the plaster. Writing lyrics evolved from the physical act of drawing words. And later, refining this process led me to performance, to collaboration, to playing with a rock and roll band. few years, I took to studying Hank Williams, banged away on an old Gibson. I worked in a bookstore. I drew. I modeled for Robert. I scrawled in my notebooks. I wandered through the debris of the 60s. So much joy, yet malcontent. So many voices raised and snuffed. My generation's heritage seemed in jeopardy. These things came to my mind. The course of the artist. The course of freedom redefined. The recreation of space, the emergence of new voices, and these things I came to express, albeit somewhat awkwardly through the form of rock and roll. Perhaps I had been nothing but a scrappy pawn, but I am nonetheless grateful for the moves I had come to make, and I salute all of those who helped me make them.
This is a clip of Gloria, copyright 1975, Arista Records. I'm going to cite it because this is an important moment. Regard to experiment. At 1973, Billy Crystal opened the doors to CBGB so poets and musicians finally had a room of their own. Billy was the Good Shepherd, and William Burroughs was our guardian angel. wait for him at the lobby of the Chelsea Hotel, and sometimes after he had some drinks at the El Coyote Bar, and I'd straighten his tie and help him get a taxi, and he could tell I had a really big crush on him, and he used to say, my dear, I'm a homosexual, but that didn't really bother me, I just adored him, when Horses was recorded, I owed no small debt to him, for the hero of land was truly a descendant of Johnny and the Wild Boys. William was highly supportive, and it was an honor to see him sitting at a table close to a stage when we played CBGBs. It was an amplified period of existence, a time bleeding through time, a time when all my friends were alive and driven with the collective hope to raise aspects of art, poetry, and rock and roll that had not been raised before. There were no rules, no sudden material expectations. And William generously gave us a nod, often smiling at the notion that he was the spiritual father of another generation of Johnnies. And, you know, it started off with the Patti Smith band. Lenny Kay, who has been with her since the beginning. J.D. Doherty, also since the beginning. The late Richard Soule on keyboards. Ivan Kral on bass. Um, you know, the Patti Smith band now compose, composes a Patti Smith. Lenny Kay, Jackson Smith, her son. Tony Shanahan on bass. And J.D. Doherty. You know, from 1975's Horses. 1976's Radio Ethiopia. 1978's Easter. 1979's Wave, 1988's Dream of Life, and The Return with Gone Again in 1996, Peace and Noise 1997, Gung Ho, which is one of my favorites, 2000, Trampin' 2004, 12, 2007, a covers album, and Banga 2012. She also did a really great collaborative album, the Coral Sea with Kevin Shields, huh, where she's you know doing what she does best, which is spoken word and singing. Um, you know, what an artist. And I am so honored to do tonight's episode toward the end of this documentary series on Patti Smith. You know, an artist who for me is one of the greats you know there's a long list for people but for me there's a short list because she truly matters and you know when you read her books you really get a sense of this woman this renaissance and to hear them being read in her voice is something truly beautiful and very heartwarming and i love to go on a walk or a drive and listen to her voice not just sing but read those words from her books 
you know, who would have thought, you know, that Just Kids would have turned her into this internationally beloved author because she already is an internationally beloved artist, singer, poet. And Dream of Life is such a great documentary. Um, it's available on iTunes. It's available on DVD. You know, um, it's Patti Smith. It's Stephen Sebring. You know, it's her family. I mean, you think of it, her parents are both gone now. This was done when they were alive. You know, um, she was with her husband, Fred Sonic Smith, from 1980 to 1994. And this is, you know, her coming back, coming back to this moment in life. You know, and Dream of Life is such a great moment. And I am such a fan, you know, just of uh, of this artist. She's such a great artist. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, what, what else can we say about Patti Smith that hasn't been said already? You know, and... I have the DVD, I have all of her albums, I have her books, her books of poetry, her, you know, her biographies, and, you know, if you really want to know the artist and the woman, you watch this documentary. It is a beautiful documentary of an artist who is ahead of their time and is still continuous. And the documentary is so great. You'll love her all over again. And uh, I do have a clip of her. And you can hear Gloria being sung. And so I'm doing a copyright of that for her out of respect. And here at Documentary December, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, I give you Patti Smith, Dream of Life, released in 2008. Directed by Stephen Sebring. Producer Stephen Sebring, Margaret Smillo, Scott Vogel, Patti Smith, Lenny Kay, Lou Reed, Sam Shepard, Tom Verlaine. Everyone is in this for an hour and 49 minutes. This is Patti Smith, Dream of Life, Unpleasant Dreams, and Happy Birthday, Patti Smith. You are truly amazing. Good night. <laughs>